Warning, this podcast is rated M for Mature, because I curse like I make spells, and I can spell all the curse words. Are you alright? No, I'm not alright. No. I've got to stay sober for two weeks. I'm not going to make... Well, 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 that's four wells. And you're listening to A Real Treat. Welcome back. It's our third episode, and we just finished watching It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Four Mads. Four Mads, yes. <laughs> and uh, Dalton's never seen it before, uh, as we said in the last episode. So Dalton, tell me tell me what you, what you thought. Man, Charles, thank you very much for introducing me to amazing... Uh, television amazing movies uh first we had uh the producers and then we had mad 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 world both of them i have loved however mad 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 and is that four i don't know four and it's a world don't forget it's a it's a a, sorry (laughs) it's a mad 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 world was uh my favorite of the two so far and definitely an amazing movie i normally don't like watching movies that are pre-1980 honestly i mean i dip into the 70s but I, that is you're changing my not opinion even of to it. mention the 60s because that was 1963 i know i know that's, that's what i mean yeah it was 1963 <laughs> and normally i don't go for that far back I, I i prefer more modern movies but my uh my taste is changing and it's expanding and i appreciate that this podcast is helping out with it that's what i'm here for that's what the show is here for exactly and uh and also hopefully for our viewers to get some entertainment in their lives uh during this uh incredibly weird and uh, awful year. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. It's, it's, honestly, it's, movies are the only thing that makes it worth <laughs> worthwhile, right? I mean, yeah. And I'm sure everybody out there is finding their own way to cope, and, of and hopefully they are. And if you aren't, let us know. We will uh, we'll give you a call, and we'll try to cheer you up somehow. I'm, I'm serious about that. Yeah. Anyway, so the movie, uh, it, it, it's essentially like Rat Race, or Rat Race is like it, I guess I should say. Yeah. And going into it, you told me that it was a lot like Rat Race. And you were and you were absolutely right. And I was very happy that it was it it was its own thing, and that there's two movies that are like this, where it's a group of crazy fanatical people going after money, and the essential uh, you know uh, theme of the movie is 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 that greed is bad. And I love that both movies were different and similar at the same way, and they were both amazing in their own way. What I will say that I love the most about this movie. Besides all of the uh, the classic faces and right. and, and, and actors plenty and actresses, of them too. I mean, Sid yeah. Caesar and Carl mm-hmm. Rayner and Peter Falk, Don 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 uh, Knotts, mm-hmm. and yeah. and yeah, all of them. Mickey yeah, Rooney. Peter Falk, you yeah. said, yeah. So man, that was crazy. Yeah, to see. Yeah, right? I didn't even know he was in that. That was awesome. So, <laughs> so um, but my favorite part about it, what I loved the most, was the stunts. The the stunt Absolutely. driving was phenomenal, Absolutely. and not only that, but there was also you know stunt work as far as like uh, falls falls and, and like body work, and that was yeah. amazing too. It was hilarious, um, very it was it was rather long, but um, and it felt long, but I enjoyed every minute of it as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, and not to mention the three Stooges make a like oh, yeah. seven second cameo, so uh-huh. that's kind of cool. Yeah, so it, <laughs> it it was very much uh, I was very impressed by the the the. The movie magic that we got to see there, it, 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 a lot of it seemed very, um, very uh, practical. And then they obviously had their green screens when they're driving the cars at times. Oh, yeah. But oh, man, yeah. just overall great movie and uh, ridiculous. Yeah, everyone out there, <laughs> if you have two hours and thirty minutes to kill, it's actually two hours and forty. But you know, you got the intro and you got this credits. But not to mention the intermission that they actually they throw do have in. an intermission yeah, in this movie that in. is a legit For like three and a half minutes. It's yeah. just like a blank screen with a little music. Anyway, yeah, so everybody go uh, out there. It's actually. 
free to watch on YouTube. So right if, now it is, yes. Yeah. yeah. So right so now go check, check it out, out if you if you have the time and you want to, uh, you know, see what we're talking about. Exactly. So let's um, uh, yeah go ahead. And uh, well, moving on, uh, let's get to uh, top ten comedies. Uh, which honestly, uh, this would the movie we were just talking about. It's Mad 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 World would probably be in my top ten classics. We haven't gotten there yet. Definitely could be in a top ten comedies. I think you would agree. Absolutely. Um, but uh, we've already watched it and talked about it, so it's not going to be in our top yeah, ten exactly. comedies. <laughs> but let's get started with that. And here we go. Starting at number ten for Dalton, it is Idiocracy. Came out in 2006, directed by Mike Judge. It stars Luke Wilson, Maya Rudolph, and Dax Shepard. And with my personal, uh, this is my opinion, it's Terry Crews' funniest role as President Dwayne Elizondo, Mountain Dew, Herbert Camacho. This, uh, yeah, and, and, and I'm correct in assuming that you have not seen this, correct? I, I have not. I have not. Hopefully you can show me something. So, yes, absolutely. Let me tell you about it. The, honestly, the reason why I put it on this list is, it, yes, it is it, it is a very funny, uh, a good comedy. Uh, I could have put other ones here. I wanted to put this on here because I needed to get more love. I put it on so that uh, I could bring it to more people's attentions uh, who, uh, in case they haven't seen it. So uh, here's a, here's a synop- quick synopsis about it. Luke Wilson accidentally gets left in hibernation chamber by the U.S. Army and wakes up 500 years in the future. And... The world is now a whole lot dumber. He tries to navigate the world with Maya Rudolph and Dax Shepard, and he is now the smartest person alive. It's 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 so hilarious. It's hilarious to see how the world has changed, and uh, and with Terry Crews as the president, he he's this crazy dude who shoots guns on stage, and and no one in the world drinks water anymore. They all drink some form of Gatorade. It's just man, it's just great, and that's why I put it on here because. Uh, a lot of people haven't heard of it. There, of course, will be people out there who have seen it and know what I'm talking about and are out there saying, hell yeah, dude. But if you haven't seen it, definitely go check out Idiocracy. That's my number 10. I didn't even know that the world could get dumber, but that's that's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, my <laughs> number part. 10, um, would you please put some pants on? Okay, I feel weird having to ask you twice. All right, that's a line from The Hangover, if you've seen that. That's an awesome, awesome movie, 2009. Uh, Todd Phillips uh, directed that. It's got Zach Galifianakis, Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Heather Graham. Ooh, the ever sexy Heather Graham. Mm. Um, you know, the spy shag. Bachelor party in Vegas. Everything goes wrong. It's amazing. Yeah, most of you have probably seen that movie, but that's my number ten. Oh man, the Hangover. Hangover, absolutely. The, the Hangover, and even the. How many did they make? Three, or is it just two? Uh there. Uh, there's at least three. I know that. Okay. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure if they've gotten a fourth one yet or not. Well, they. None of them could could top the magic of the first one, but oh, definitely not. Still enjoyed them uh, regardless. But yeah, man, nothing nothing can beat that first Hangover. Uh, definitely a, to- a good a good comedy. It's not in my top ten, so I'm glad you had it in yours. Yep. But it's definitely in my top twenty for sure. So, yep, Hangover, nice, man. All right, so uh, number nine for me. But before I go any further, let me just make a quick disclaimer. This is uh, Our lists are completely subjective. We're not saying these are the top ten comedies. Absolutely not. I know we don't. We, we shouldn't have to say that, but I do want to make sure that it's it, it's said. It's I've said it, it's done. But these are our favorites, and uh, we're bringing these up, talking about them. Hopefully you'll uh, have some nostalgia if you're uh, getting to – We'll get to take you back to the time that you saw these movies. For me, a lot of them are nostalgia. I, a lot of these movies are from when I was like in eighth grade to when I was around high school age. Uh, that was just a really funny time for me, and that's when a lot of great comedies came out in my lifetime. And so that's what a lot of my list is going to be. So, and, and just the genre being comedy, this is probably going to be a longer episode. So just know that when yes. you're listening to it, if you don't have the time, well, find it. 
<laughs> nice, nice, Charles. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. Tell it, tell it like it is, man. Yeah, hey, hey, asshole, I'm talking to you listening, all right? Yeah. Find the time to listen yeah, to Yeah, Carl. We got shit to say, man. How about you, Michelle? You, Jeff. Yeah, man. <laughs> Carl. I right. see you there, Carl. Carl, hey, put that Twinkie down. All right, go ahead, man. Tell us your number nine. Number nine is We're the Millers. Came out in 2013. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, like I made it. Thank you, man. It was a great movie. I, I enjoyed it. No, hey, I liked your work, man. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, it's directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber, who also directed another movie in my list. Uh, we'll get to that. It stars Jason Sudeikis, Jennifer Aniston, Emma Roberts, and Mr. Eyebrows himself, Will Poulter, who uh, who honestly has recently become one of my favorite actors. <laughs> and uh, no, have you seen the meme of his eyebrows where it it, it, they, it becomes a, a bald eagle that just takes off in flight? I have I have not seen that, but I have seen the movie, so I know what eyebrows yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I know I'm making fun of him, but genuinely, I went. Our, uh, oh, he was hilarious. When we get to our top ten actors, uh, which may or may not be your next episode, sorry to spoil that. Um, he he's he's gonna be on there, so um, I can make fun of him because he's uh, great. So anyway, uh, it's about this oddball group that comes together. They pretend to be this normal white folk family to get drugs across the border, and hilarity ensues. I went in honestly to this movie, man, thinking that it was gonna be a six, and came out with a nine, a big fat hard nine. <laughs> nice. And that's where the Millers for me. And that's why it was nine ninth place. Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Well, hey, yo, matey, you just stabbed me with your pen, all right? My number nine is uh, The Man Who Knew Too Little, 1997. John Emil directed this. I, I hope I'm saying that last name correctly. Uh, and this is a very underrated movie to me. I, I, don't, a lot of, I don't think that a lot of people have even heard of it. I, I hadn't even had heard of it until like two years ago. Uh, this has Bill Murray, uh, Joanne Wiley, Wiley, I'm not sure how to say her last name. Uh, wow. Peter Gallagher and Alfred Molina, uh, and this movie is uh, kind of a spy comedy. Uh, basically, Bill Murray doesn't realize that he is um, not part of the acting group that he signed up to be in, and <laughs> he thinks he's like he thinks he's acting, but they think he's a spy, and it's just freaking hilarious. And it actually is the movie that we're going to be uh, talking about on the next episode as well. We're going to watch that. Because uh, I haven't seen it. This. Exactly. Well, not just so. because, because there are going to be some movies that we've both seen or I've seen and you haven't. But, yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing that after this, man. It, it's a good one. It's a great one, actually. I, I love it. I've seen it probably, t- like, five times in the last two years. So, Awesome. Yeah, man. On to number eight for me, which Yo. is Wedding Crashers. Very good. Man, this would be higher on my list uh, uh, if it wasn't just a little bit too long. Now, uh, Regardless, at the end, I, I, I wouldn't change it, uh, having said that, because the end, the, the last, like, the fourth act, if you will, has Will Ferrell uh, with, Mom, the meatloaf, fuck! <laughs> just, I, I love it when he comes in. I, what, his name's Chad, right? Chad or something? Chaz, 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 yeah, yeah. Chaz, yeah. Um, I, I watched this movie uh, so many times when I was in high school. It came out in 2005. It's directed by David Dobkin. Stars Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, Rachel McAdams, Christopher Walken. And it was my first time seeing Bradley Cooper. I, I think it was a lot of people's first time uh, as kind of the, the dick boyfriend of uh, Rachel McAdams' character. And, and then he just shot off to stardom after that. Uh, it's just a, it's, it's an absolutely hilarious movie. And uh, it has everything, man. It has great music. Funny monologues, dude. I actually, uh, I don't, I don't know if you were there back in high school, but I actually did Vince Vaughn's opening monologue as my audition in into high school theater. Uh, it was nice. about, it was about not wanting to go on a date with the girl, and he's saying they'll end up playing a little game called Just a Tip, Just See How It Feels, or Ouch, Ouch, You're on My Hair, and um, <laughs> so that that just sticks with me. 
Um, it also has the, 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 every character, they have great chemistry. It has heartbreak. It has ridiculousness, ridiculousness, and it also has love. Also, crab cakes and football, baby. That's what Maryland does. Wedding Crashers. I love it, man. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good movie. That's uh, that's about it. I could, I obviously, I mean, I could, we could both go on and on and on about all of these movies. Oh, but definitely. In, in in an effort to save time and 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 keep it as short as it could be and not go to two hours, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Yeah. Speaking of my number eight, uh, you know how many foods are shaped like dicks? The best, best kinds. <laughs> which I believe you also have this movie. I do. Much yeah. much lower on my list. Much lower or on higher, list. I guess I should say. Well, uh, my, uh, super bad. Uh, if you didn't catch that that quote that I just did, uh, super bad, two thousand seven. Directed by Greg Motola, uh, starring Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, Christopher Mintz, Plassey, Placey, however the hell you say his last name, um, Bill Hader, Seth Rogen, Emma Stone. Just a hilarious, hilarious high school movie. Um, it might even make my top ten high school college movies list as well, just because I love it that much. It's, it's mm. so freaking funny, man. And uh, and and we were like. Seniors in high school when this movie Ju- came out. Uh, or juniors, juniors, juniors in yeah. high school when Actually, this came I had out. That. So this kind of hit home for us anyway. Dude, it was it was perfect. It, it, I feel like someone who's twenty three at that time would have, have appreciated the movie, but for right. us, man, that was that was it, it, it encapsulated high school right. culture for we us. We were going to parties and trying to get laid, just like these yeah, guys. So, exactly, you know? trying to get beer, trying to trying yeah, to get fake trying IDs. To get alcohol. And, exactly. Yeah, man. So this is higher on my list, so I, I definitely want to continue talking about it a little more. Like, uh, and then when we get to that on mine, we can you know kind of go uh, blaze through it. But man, just like the the, the uh, it's so quotable, and, and, and you landed on McLovin. Yeah, it was yeah. between that and Muhammad. Why the fuck would it be between that and Muhammad? Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. Read a fucking book for once. Have you actually even met somebody named Muhammad? <laughs> Have you ever met anyone named McLovin? No, that's why you picked a dumb fucking fairy tale name, you fuck. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say on that. There you go. That's, that's great, man. Dude, Seth Rogen, Bill Hader as the cops, man. That Panama. Panama. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. When they're going around, they're shooting the guns. They're having a great time. And then, these eyes these are eyes. crying. These eyes have never seen them. The guess who, man. The guess who. What a oh, good song. Man, and... Um, it's just great, and 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 you said you said her name earlier. This it, this this introduced us to Emma Stone. I mean, she mm. might have been in things before that, but she, it introduced me to Emma Stone. And yeah. thank you very much, Superbad, for that. Yeah, thank you. Wow. So, man, yeah, a great, absolutely great movie, and um, I appreciate that you also had it on your list. So, what well, are we on how, now? How could I not? Yeah, right. We're on number seven. Number seven. Okay. Speaking of school, old school. Oh wow. Two thousand three. I, uh, I oh shoot, I didn't put down the uh, the director. Snoop. Oops, my bad. Snoop a loop. <laughs> um, we're going well, around the quad through the gymnasium. We're dude. going streaking. Oh man, Ed, we're, we're going out of the quad to the gymnasium. And bring your little hat. Or <laughs> <laughs> bring your hat. <laughs> it had Snoop Dogg in it, man. Uh, yeah, was, man. That was great. The old school is is such an original story, and um, they don't make them like this I- anymore. I, I don't. I don't think. I literally laughed in every single scene. Uh, Will Ferrell as the as the mascot who catches fire as he tries to jump through the yeah. hoop. Man, it's perfect, man. You're my boy, Blue. Hey, you're my boy, Blue. And they, oh yeah, they had like the jelly, uh, the jelly yeah. the uh, girls wrestling. Take their freaking shirts off, and he has a heart attack. <laughs> so great, so great. Uh, yeah, uh, a little housewarming uh, to to new beginnings. Uh, actually, uh, uh, Frank, I, I gave this to you for your wedding. This model. Uh, no, no, this, this, this is, this is act one. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. I, I hope you like it. I love it. I love it. 
That's my favorite scene. And then I, I will be just driving down the road and I will think about that scene with, with Will Ferrell giving him back the blender, just re-gifting it, and I will just start cracking up. So uh, for that reason and not just that reason alone, Old School is on my list at number seven. Not to mention when he uh, when Will Ferrell shoots himself with the tranquilizer. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that, honestly. Dude. That's so great. And everything just slows down and he falls into the pool. <laughs> yeah. And then he like gets CPR from the from the animal like the the whatever whoever is running like the, the Oh, isn't that Sean William Scott? Yeah. It oh is. yeah. And he like French tongues him. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Dude, just French kiss me, man. He like kicks him in the pool. Frank Duck Tank. Saving his life. Frank oh. Duck Tank. <laughs> I love it. Great movie. Um, my number seven. Uh, is uh, 1980s Airplane. Jim Abraham's directed this, and uh, it's got Robert Hayes, Julie Haggerty, Leslie Nielsen, the guy from the Naked Gun series, Peter Graves. Awesome, awesome movie. I think one of the best parts is uh, when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in there talking to the little kid. He's like, I know you. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's like, <laughs> No, I'm uh I'm the co- uh, my name is Murdoch. I'm <laughs> yeah. the co-pilot. <laughs> and then not to mention like the actual pilots like you ever been in a cockpit before? <laughs> I've never even been above an, in a plane before. Well, have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Jimmy, do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> I mean, that reminds me of I'm a quick story. It reminds me of a time back in the day when I was in Panama City with uh, my buddy Joe. We were both in the elevator, and this really cute girl comes in. We were in, like, eighth grade, and I'm very, very uh, awkward. And Joe's the most confident guy I've ever met, uh, e- even to this day. He was confident back then as well. This girl walks in to the, uh, the, to the elevator. Elevator, elevator, door, elevator doors close, and he looks over. He strikes up conversation. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, right before uh, he's, we're about to get off on, um, on, our, on our floor, he goes, have you ever seen this man naked? And she's just like, she's like, wait, what? And he goes, I have. It is very funny. And I was just like, oh, man, I didn't know what the hell to say. And then the doors open. I got beat red, and I just bolted the fuck out of there. That's probably where he got that from. Was airplane. Probably, I yeah. Mean, that's... I, there's so many quotes in Airplane that still get used today. And that's just, it's just one of the best spoof movies there is. Yeah, absolutely, um, man. Which is why it made my top ten, and Airplane. probably a lot of people's top tens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I got the f- I, uh, the great fortune of being able to watch it um, at the Sandy the, the the Spring Cinema down the road, like earlier, earlier on in quarantine. A good friend of mine who's been a guest on my podcast, Jim, he uh, got a group of us together and. Uh, and we all threw in like 20, 25 bucks mm. and we were able to come and like socially distance, like everybody sat like a different row and we were able to come, uh, get some drinks, get some popcorn, sit down and, and we actually got to watch whatever movie we brought on DVD nice. or Blu-ray or whatever. And that was, that was what we watched airplane. So I, it's really cool that I, I, I'm really happy that I've gotten to see that on the big screen, even though it's from I, what, yeah. what, what year was it? 1970? 1980, 1980, 1980. Yeah. Unfortunately, the sequel is just not worth it. There's a sequel. Watching. I didn't yeah, even know it's that. It's not that good. It's not the, that good. They go to space. In really? An, in an airplane, and it's just, it's not very funny. <laughs> As funny. I mean, there's a few jokes in there that I liked, but eh, it ain't worth the time. Definitely wouldn't make a top ten. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably bottom ten of all sequels made. That's, oh. where, that's where I put that movie. <laughs> Dang, man. That's but, rough. Yeah, man. They should have stepped their game up. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, well, go ahead with uh, number six, man. Number six for me is another one that came out when I was in high school, 2005. It is The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yes. I love it. Thank God I am not that guy. Right? <laughs> well, I will be in uh, 11 years <laughs> if things don't I change. I knew it. 
Um, man, directed by Judd Apatow. Apatow, I, I've never yeah, actually Apatow, heard it said. No. Apatow. Um, starring Steve Carell. This was Steve Carell at his finest, in my opinion. He's had a lot. He's had a, a very illustrious career, made some great, fine movies. Um, he's also in another movie uh, that's going to come up on my list later, But um, when I was first introduced to him. But this is his finest, in my opinion, uh, at his funniest. It also stars Catherine Keener, Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen. Uh, just the whole supporting cast is phenomenal as well. Elizabeth Banks, that was my first time seeing her. She was great, too. It's just uh, an all-around hilarious movie, and it's and all, all of these movies that I have on my list, I've seen multiple, multiple times. This one is, is like, in the top three of, like, the most watched that I, of all of these. So I had to put it on there, uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. It's hilarious. If you haven't seen it, please go check it out because you will laugh your ass off. It is a good one. I, I, I love that movie. I think, I think what's even funnier is most people don't know my mom, but my mom doesn't – she doesn't really laugh at a whole lot of movies, but uh. I, I remember watching 40 Year Old Virgin on TV, and even she was laughing at some of the things they were saying. Oh, and that I means just, it's funny. Then. Exactly. I just couldn't believe that my mom even found some of the things they were saying funny, so <laughs> that was great. Um, my number six, I'm sure you have this on your list. Uh, I'm sure most people would have this on their list. Boats and Hoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. on my list. Step Brothers, 2008. Uh, directed by Adam McKay, has uh, Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, one of the best comedy duos of all time, right there. Mm-hmm. Adam Scott, Richard Jenkins, Mary Steenburgen, Virgin. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yep. She's excellent. I I, I love this freaking movie. I love. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching Cops. I was watching Cops. <laughs> Robert, better not get in my face. Cause I'll drop that motherfucker. I'm gonna take a pillowcase and fill it full of bars of soap and beat the shit out of you. I'm gonna put my nutsack on your drum set. <laughs> We're here to fuck shit up. <laughs> that and about a million more freaking oh, quotes man. from that movie are what make this movie a top ten comedy right there. Best scene to me in that it, it's I literally fell out of the couch laughing so hard was when Adam Scott's character comes up there in the treehouse. He comes up to him and he shows him his six pack, oh, yeah. and it's so obviously not his six pack. I haven't had a carb since two thousand and four. You want to touch this? You want to that- touch this? Like, that was no. what I left, man. And then when they go to apply for the jobs, and they're just sitting there, they're in their tuxedos, and yeah. like Will Ferrell's just talking to her. But then all of a sudden, John C. Riley like pops out to the left of him. Yep. <laughs> Hello, Miss Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Step Brothers. Uh, um, Step Brothers. Man, that yes. I'm so glad it's on your list. It, uh, obviously, it's going to be on pretty much every single person who's seen its list. Exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. Excellent choice, my, my friend. Excellent choice. Well, thank you. Thank you. What are we on, number five? We are on number five. All right. Yeah. We're getting into the into the meat and, and meat and potatoes of it all. Uh, starting to get into my absolute favorites, man. Uh, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. That is my number five. I, I wanted to put it higher. It deserves to be higher, but at the same time, the ones that are ahead of it are just even funnier and, and are, are more of my favorites. But uh, it's definitely on this list at number five for me. It's, uh, it came out in 2004, directed uh, by Ross and Marshall Thurber, who I had mentioned earlier. Uh, it stars Ben Stiller and his wife, actually, Christine Taylor, along with Vince Vaughn and Alan Tudyk uh, at Tudyk as uh, Steve the Pirate. Gar, Steve. Who's Steve the Pirate? The only guy on our team that dresses like a pirate. <laughs> Wait, there's a guy on our team that dresses like a pirate? <laughs> And then I love later on in that movie, like like half an hour later, he's like, hey, look, it's, it's Steve, Steve the, the Pirate. pirate. <laughs> and he looks at him like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. 
So yeah, man, you have Average Joe's Gymnasium versus the Giant Globo Gym. They enter a dodgeball tournament to win fifty grand, and Globo Gym only does it. Ben Stiller's character only does it just to keep Average Joe's from winning it because he wants to take over theirs and just make the that uh, gymnasium a, a parking lot. So funny, man. It, it's so very, 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 very quotable. I quoted it for months after I watched it. Uh, every character was unique and defined. Mm-hmm. Um, and Patches O'Houlihan, man, he was amazing. Bo- both, um, the, the, oh man, I forget the guy's name. The guy who played him as the younger at, on the on the like, oh yeah on yeah. the training tape. Uh, Fred, uh, I'm getting Fred, but I don't think that's wrong. No, yeah, he was in like Godzilla. Yeah, he was in uh, Mystery Men as well. Yeah, he was the fort guy. Stuff. He's a good yeah. He's also in Mystery Alaska, which is one of my favorite sports movies. Cool, yeah, and we'll get to that. Yeah, talk about. Um, yeah, so uh, dude, I didn't realize until like my tenth watch that. Uh, Patches O'Houlihan gets crushed by uh, a, a luck of the Irish sign. Yeah. And that's why later on Vince Vaughn says that he got crushed by two tons of irony. And th- that just, it, when it finally clicked with me, I, that's when I was like, this movie went from like, it would be like maybe 11th on this list to five. Like that, just the genius of that cracked me the hell up. Not to mention, I love that line where he's just like, necessary? Is it, Is it necessary for me to drink my, drink my own urine? No. Probably not. No, but. It's sterile, and I, I like, like the, the taste. taste. <laughs> <laughs> You're about as useful as a poopy flavored lollipop. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, dude. Uh, and who didn't say after that movie for months, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. dodge. <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. If you can dodge traffic, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> down, down, take it, take it, down, down, down. I, that, that song that plays when they're doing the training, it, it's, it's, it, I, I think about it from time to time. That's how ingrained this movie is in my brain. Dodgeball, true underdog story. Uh, I fucking love it, man. It's, a, it's an awesome comedy. And uh, if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Go watch it right now. Seriously. I mean, after you finish our episode. And, and, and to go to my number five, a movie that almost I guarantee you you've all seen it's probably also on your top tens. Uh, the absolute ridiculous fucking movie, Dumb and Dumber. Nice. 1994. Peter Farrelly directed this one. Jim Carrey at one of his best. Jeff Daniels also at his best here. And uh, Lauren Hawley and Mike Starr. Um, just, you know, a bunch of two idiots that traveled the country on a little bike and uh, or and or the... Uh, the dog-looking van that they yeah, drive right, around, right. pretty bird, to go pretty return bird. a briefcase to uh, Lauren Holly, and it's just it's yeah, pretty bird. It's just such a Mock. freaking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> she gave me a bunch of crap about me not listening to her or, or something. I I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> I didn't have that on my, on my list, but it's it's definitely I, I can see why it, it's on your your uh, your top ten. You sold my dead parakeet to a blind kid. <laughs> And then Harry, I took care of it. <laughs> and then he's like got just a, his head duct tape. <laughs> he didn't have a head. And then pretty bird, yeah, pretty, pretty bird. bird. <laughs> oh man, I got worms. I beg your pardon. That's what we're gonna call it. I got worms. <laughs> Such a fucking quotable movie. I love it. I love it. I love it. Excellent choice, my friend. Let's just keep moving forward, man. Cool, man. Number four for me. Uh, this one came out in 2004 when I was in eighth grade. It was it's uh, Anchorman. The Legend oh, of Ron Burgundy. Yes. Oh, oh yes. yeah, man, that has to be on here. Um, if if this was like maybe if this was like 2009 when we made this list, this would be number one. But oh, for sure. My you know, but but I've seen more movies since then, and that's why uh, it's number four. But it's definitely in the top five. Well deserved. It's directed by Adam McKay. 
Will Ferrell, Christina Applegate, Steve Carell, that's where I mentioned him earlier. This was when I first saw him and fell in love with him, and I was so surprised that he started making all these great movies. I was like, wow. Well, uh, I was like, damn, yeah. I mean, it does make sense because he's fucking hilarious. Um, Fred Willard, rest in peace. He was great. I've got to fire you, Ron. I've got to fire you, Ed. Bing, bong, bong. Bing, bong, bong. <laughs> Bing, bong, bong. <laughs> Man, we quoted that for months. I believe diversity is a old, old wooden ship. <laughs> San Diego. It means a whale's a vagina. Whale's no, I, I don't think that's what it means. <laughs> It's got so many classics, man. My, my huh. apartment smells of You're right. No, no one knows that 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 information was lost years ago. <laughs> and Doesn't it mean Saint Diego? <laughs> no, man, that's great. And 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 uh, right in the middle of it, when when they uh, they they do that that song. That's I haven't seen it in a while. But still, it's it's, it's on my list because I saw it like thirty times when I was thirteen. Oh, um, that that you know, like the Pleasure Town song oh, or whatever. Find my baby gonna hold oh, it no, tight. That one. Gonna grab some afternoon delight. Oh yeah, man, they sing that uh, sky rockets in flight. Boo! Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. <laughs> Such a good movie. No, but I was talking about the one when when he and Christina, Christina Applegate they they they're about to like have sex, and then all of a sudden they're like riding a unicorn, and it goes well, like I, very trippy. I think they sing though. I think there's a song playing. That's what then, I mean. That's yeah. what I meant. And yeah. Then, what a glorious rainbow. <laughs> Do me on it. Me and Veronica Corning, Corningstone made love, and I don't care who knows it. <laughs> you have bad hair. <gasps> <laughs> Brick, where did you get a hand grenade? I don't know. <laughs> Just man, man, it's, it's got so many quotes. Such a, a hilarious, hilarious uh, freaking movie, man. So that's Anchorman number four for me. Um, yeah. How about you, brother? What's number four? My number four is uh, a a classic, a true comic classic. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Excellent, bro. I warned you. But did you listen to me? Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, you knew. Oh, it's just a little harmless bunny, isn't it? <laughs> I've got a flesh wound. It's just a flesh wound. Oh, man, that, that's it's such an iconic a scratch. <laughs> it's such an iconic scene. It is such an awesome movie. This was uh, Terry, Terry Gilliam and Terry Jones both directed this. Uh, it also starred them, uh, Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Eric Idle. Uh, Michael Palin and Connie Booth. I mean, just the, the classic Flying Circus, Monty Python group. Um, some really cool fun facts about this movie. That Ooh, I, you got some fun facts. I Hit do. me, dog. I, I, from four up, I got a, a few facts for, for y'all for All these right. movies. Um, I thought this was really interesting. That uh, Basically, the Monty Python group was broke when they were trying to make this movie, but Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd both loved the Flying Circus group that they both helped fund the making of this movie. Which, wow, cool. Yeah, very I, cool. I, 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 yeah. I knew that their budget was pretty low. That's why they had the... Right, with I was the actually coconuts. About to say that yeah. uh, it was so low that the, the coconuts was used for the galloping noise, but it was just because they couldn't afford to use actual horses in the in the film. And that man, that, that creative genius right there, right. And, and and they turned it into comedy gold. Like people people remember that movie, remember that from that movie because of that. And so right. that's very cool. And then uh, lastly, uh, the Enchanter. When he's uh, it's John Cleese who's the Enchanter, but he forgot what his name was supposed to be, so he's just like. My name is Tim. <laughs> but it was supposed to be like Gideon or something like that. Really? Something, something yeah, you know, like something that, that goes with the whole like King Arthur mm. uh, myth yeah, yeah. thing going on. Yeah, one of those like fourth century names. It was like supposed to be Gildeon or whatever. Yeah, right, right. Just, he couldn't remember what it was, so he just goes, My name is 
Tim. I love that. We are the knights who say nee, nee, nee. We are no longer the knights who say nee, nee. I love that in the background. <laughs> yes. They're like, we're not going to say it anymore. And then someone's like, nee. I know, dude. We are now the knights who say icky, 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 oh, oh. <laughs> So great. Dude, John Cleese is my favorite in that movie when he's the French guy up on the on the top. Oh, yeah. And he, the way he holds his hands over as he's like, <laughs> yeah. as he's yelling, the, like he's yelling all those insults at him. And and there's this one part. If if you've seen this movie, I'm, I you probably know what I'm talking about, where he like he's like looking. He's like they're they're out there building the Trojan bunny or whatever. Yeah. And he's like he's like leaning over. He's like trying to listen to, to where it is. And, and he does this little thing with his head where he like he's oh, looking to yeah. the left. And then he like he goes in like a circle and then he looks right. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I laughed so hard when I saw that. Yeah. That the very dramatic head turn. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. That, and, that is so funny. And I, I mentioned this this uh, particular scene in uh, in my A Matter of Perception podcast with uh, my guest uh, Kurt Miller. Uh, we we ended up talking about this movie and uh, and we brought this up. The the editing, uh, like the, the just the genius of the editing in that scene where I, I think it's also John Cleese where he's running uh, across the field. Oh yeah. And the two guys, the two guards are like looking out at him and he's going ah and he's so far away and it keeps it keeps going back to the guards to him to the guards to him to the guards and to him. And he never goes and, anywhere. And he doesn't go anywhere. And, and then, then all, all of a sudden. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's right there. Yeah. And then he goes, and he, yeah. And the guy yeah. goes, hey. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> he stabs the, one of the guards and runs through the doorway, and the other guard's just like, hey. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, man. So, dude, I'm glad you have that on your list. I purposely didn't put it on mine because I knew you had it on yours. Uh, How could it, I not? How yeah, I no, not? of course. And and so um, I, I knew that we were going to end up talking about it, so definitely – Definitely a great movie, and I also wanted to talk about the other movies that I had on my list. So awesome, dude. Awesome. So what was that, number four? That was my number four. All right, number three for me is going to be very quick because we've already talked about it. It is Super Bad. Woo yep. 2007, directed by Greg Matola, like you said. Uh, gave us Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, and uh, it, what was his name? Christopher uh, Mintz Plassey? We've like already that. been through this, haven't yeah, we? My yeah, bad. I, I, couldn't, I don't remember how to say his name. Yeah, man. Just, uh, He's a good actor. That, it, the, it's such an ensemble. I mean, it's definitely about the three main guys, really Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah, but man, ensemble film. Uh, yeah, we've already talked about it, so don't have to say much more. But it is number three for me, just because it was—it's just so integral to my high school career and such, and a, good such movie. a such a, a fun time in my life. I've had some down times. I've had some other fun times. High school was definitely one of the one of the one of the funner times, um, especially as far as friends and, and movies that I saw went. So that's why Super Bad is number three. And that brings me to my number three, mm-hmm. which. I'm probably gonna talk too much about, but it's because I'm biased and I, I just I love it and they are they they pretty much are the reason that we have so much sarcasm and sexual innuendos and stuff like that in comedy nowadays. Uh and that's uh Duck Soup, which is the Marx Brothers. Um you know, it, it came out in nineteen thirty three. This is actually their fifth film out of uh like thirteen I think that they had. Uh, it's got Groucho Marx, Chico Marx, Harpo Marx, and Zeppo Marx, and it's also got Margaret Dumont, who is pretty much in every Marx Brothers movie as well. Um, this is easily, like, the most famous Marx Brothers movie. I've shown this to you, right? So, yeah, you showed it to me back in, I mean, we were, like, early 20s, like 20 or 21 when you showed it to me. Yeah. And, dude, I, I agree with you that it is an absolutely hilarious movie. Right. Um, that, that I, I want, I'm going to let you talk because I know how much you love this movie. But I just do, I want to mention that one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever is in that movie, and it's when, when they do the mirror. Oh, I'm going to be talking about All right, the mirror. All right, cool. I'll let yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, definitely bringing that up. Um, but, yeah, the Marx Brothers, uh, they were comedy icons and uh, just, just brilliant. Uh, if you've seen this movie, then you know about the mirror scene. Um, 
and um, and how it's been parodied a lot. I think it was in Family Guy. They did it in uh, an I Love Lucy episode where Harper Marks actually like twenty years later goes and redoes it. Oh, cool! With with Lucy Be- with Lucille Ball. Um, <clears throat> the best part of that mirror scene is when 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 he when he. He spins around and the other guy pretends to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't, but he stays there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a hilarious scene. Apparently, it only took two hours to film that scene, which wow. you can believe that. I mean, and they all did it pretty much in like two takes. So that's that's really impressive, especially because it was you know 1933. So they didn't didn't have the technology that we have now. Right. Um, but they had their wits, and yeah. they had their work ethic. Uh, another thing uh, about this movie that I, I loved was that uh, the name of the country where this takes place uh, is Fredonia, with two E's. But apparently there's a Fred- Fredonia, with one E, a small city in New York, and before the film was released, that city requested that they change the name in the movie. And the Marx Brothers just basically said change the name of your town because it's hurting our picture. Which, <laughs> That's awesome. Just being the Marx Brothers, of course they're going to come up with something sarcastic and witty like that. Yeah, right. Uh, another couple fun facts about the Marx Brothers. Um, Harpo Marx was in 13, 14 films. He never spoke a single word uh, in a single film, not not once. Uh, there's actually only one recording of his voice, and it was on like the Johnny Carson show. Whoa! At like the end of his career, he did write a book though, and I I've read the book, and it's it's incredible. It's well, that's called, the best way. And it's called Harpo Speaks, which is great. Great. He he never talks. Um, that's on my list now. And I think the greatest fact about Groucho Marx, the most famous of the brothers, uh, he once visited Germany after the World War II to see the small town where his grandmother grew up before she came to this country. Um, and then after he went to that small town, he went to East Berlin where Adolf Hitler committed suicide. He's the, the Marx brothers are all Jewish. Um, so he really wanted to see where Adolf Hitler died. So what he did was he got out of the car, he climbed the rubble of the building and he stood on it for about three or four minutes, not saying a word to anyone. Then all of a sudden, he just kind of looks at everyone and smiles and breaks out into the Charleston and dances, literally dances on Hitler's grave. Dope. Right? Dope, man. That's a great fact. Isn't that an awesome fact? Charles bringing the facts to everybody out there and me. Dude, I didn't know any of that. Thank you. That's awesome. I got to do it, man. I got to do it. And the the last little thing I want to say, I thought this was really cool. Um, I, I... I used to live in New York City, as did you. We both at the lived same there time, at the same man. time, which was awesome and made living in New York even better. That's probably when you showed it to me. It might have been, because yeah. that, that's actually the first time I found out about that movie was in film school. And you were like, listen here, motherfucker. We're going to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so they, uh, one of the houses that the Marx Brothers grew up in uh, was in Spanish Harlem. Uh, only about that's where you stayed exactly oh sorry you're getting to that and yeah no you're fine (laughs) and uh yeah i found out that they actually lived and grew up like six blocks from where i used to live no shit yeah and i probably have walked by their old apartment yeah i have too in my life and didn't even realize it dope but yeah so that's my number three awesome man cool man check it out guys it's i know it's old it's 1933 you will not write it's really really freaking hysterical we need do we one one night let's rewatch that oh like i don't already (laughs) one of my favorite lines is uh i could dance with you until the cows come home on second thought i'd rather dance with the cows until you came home (laughs) such a good awesome man 
So, uh, all right, cool. We're getting into the top two. Uh, I'm going to talk uh, quite a bit about my number two, just because number one has already been mentioned. So, number two for me, I guess it's my time to. Well, your number, you're going to talk about your stuff as well. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Number two for me is Tropic Thunder. Oh yes. Oh They're yes. Like, just like Maloney for some reason. <laughs> after he after he pierces the can and pretends yeah. to pee. <laughs> yeah. So 2008, directed by Ben Stiller, one of my favorite actors. Um, stars also man, is such a great cast. Uh, Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr., Brandon T. Jackson, Jay Baruchel, uh, Steve Coogan. I actually mentioned a, a show, uh, Deadbeat, in an earlier episode. I think our first episode. Uh, Brandon T. Jackson is also in that. By the way, just a little shout out to an earlier episode. Um, he's great in that. He's he plays a drug dealer named Rufy. So there you go. Um, and then, uh, of course, there's even more actors. There's Tom Cruise, uh, Bill Hader, and uh, also... Uh, Bill uh, Hader? Yeah, Bill Hader is Tom Cruise's like little henchman. A nutless monkey oh, can do right, your job. Right. Yeah. Welcome and, to the goody room. That's and, it. Yeah, and, I remember Yeah, that. yeah. And I'm thinking of uh, also Matthew McConaughey. And then, then, of course, there's probably a few more that I'm leaving out. But that's that's the gist of, of how much star power went into this movie. Um, man, I... I don't drop character until I've done the DVD commentary. Yeah, that's what and, he, and he didn't, dude. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Um, playing uh, Kirk Lazarus, uh, or uh, who also played, and he's his his real character is Kirk Lazarus, but then he's playing the black guy. I forget I forget what that guy's name is now, but um, man, he was just remember. Robert Downey Jr. was hilarious. They were all hilarious in this movie. Um, and and Robert Downey Jr. didn't drop that character in the in, in there. I, I listened to the I own the the DVD and he I listened to the commentary and he does that character through the DVD commentary. Really, that's yeah, awesome. it's it's awesome. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, man, I'm the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> yeah, he, he he was brilliant. In that actually, it's funny because I remember I went and saw that movie in theaters. Oh, cool! And I actually did not know that was Robert Downey until the credits rolled, and I was like. Wow! <laughs> I had no idea, dude. That 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 man, I I love him. I'm so glad that his career has. I mean, he's like same with Tom one. Cruise. I didn't know that that was Tom Cruise. The, you when didn't he was, when he was bald and so not. Yeah. I mean, I guess I just wasn't paying attention right. during the movie. I guess I had seen the but. cast list. I, I I knew going in, so I must have. I I could see how the trick. It tricked a lot of people. Oh man. yeah, he's in sure. a fat suit. He's got all these hairy <laughs> arms, dude. He he reached out to them to play that role. He really? wanted to play that role. That's awesome. Yeah, and he killed it, man. Yeah, he he did. killed it. Yeah, you he know did. that Tom Cruise is one of my favorite actors. When we get to that. He's definitely going to be on that list. I know he's controversial. Fuck it. I love him, man. He, he plays some great characters. I don't hate the guy. We ain't talking about I'm Keanu not talking Reeves. about you. I'm just talking about We ain't about talking about Keanu Reeves. Yeah, he ain't yeah, no man. Keanu Reeves to Charles. No, but, uh, man, uh, Tom Cruise uh, was my favorite part of the – well, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Cruise together were my favorite parts of this movie. Um, play on, play ya. Man, it's just so quotable, man. Man, that's the theme song for the Jeffersons. Man, just because it's a theme song, don't make it not true. <laughs> Steve Coogan as their director was hilarious up until he got blown up. Oh yeah, <laughs> and um, he like steps on the on the mine. He looks down and he's like, "Huh?" And then he just this ain't no Chris Angel mind freak shit. Yeah. This motherfucker dead. <laughs> David Blaine, yeah, yeah, David Blaine. This motherfucker dead. <laughs> and he, he's just corn syrup and latex, guys. Just yeah. it's just corn syrup and latex. He was playing soccer with his head. Oh yeah, he kicks it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, if you don't know this movie, um, you're probably like, "What the hell is going on?" It's about it, it basically pokes fun at actors and and, and, and like a list celebrities and how how very much diva they can be. And oh yeah, it, Nick Nolte is in it. And and yeah. and holy shit, um, crap, the guy from Eastbound and Down. He's from he's from Statesboro, oh, Georgia. Yeah, Danny, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> your hand, you're not even what is it? Your hands aren't even real or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, with the claws. Um, so, uh, dude, just the, the Tropic Thunder, man, it's so funny. It, it's about these actors who are trying to put on a Vietnam War film, and they and 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 
uh, Nick Nolte's character in, uh, inspires Steve Coogan, the director, to put them actually out into the woods and uh, and videotape it. Get them out there in the I forget in the uh, shit. Yeah, in the shit. Yeah. And so they they all think that they're acting. They think that the, the, the they think it's not real. But then they actually come across a yeah, they, uh, like they a heroin. Act, well, they accidentally travel from Vietnam, which is safe now, to Laos or Laos or however. Oh, you say it. right, Laos. Yeah. And that's where yeah all uh-huh. the all the heroin comes in, and then you got. Jack Black, who's a heroin addict, it's mm-hmm. so freaking funny. I Dude, love it, oh, man. So that's a, that's, a, that's a good number too. And uh, and and two things. Uh, how, how so the the intros in the beginning, yes, and then also how it opens. It opens like a, a legit Vietnam War film. Like it looks dope as hell. Yeah. And they're and they're all fighting, and then all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, uh, Ben Stiller gets his his arms blown off, and, and he's he like trying cry. to cry. He can't cry. <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> So he's like spitting out. <laughs> it's so funny. And um, so the intro is in the beginning. Uh, this is the last thing I'll say about it because uh, I want to mention uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Tobey Maguire in oh, in that. Satan's Alley. They, it, it shows the intros for all of these famous actors, other movies that they've made before coming together to make this big blockbuster movie. And it's uh, it's that it's that Satan's Alley, and it's about Robert Downey Jr. and Tobey Maguire. It's like a minute long, and it shows them uh, as as these gay monks, and it's. <laughs> Yeah, it starts. Yeah, the voiceover guy comes in. Five-time Academy Award winner Kirk Lazarus and MTV Best Kiss winner Toby Maguire. <laughs> I do love that. I do love that. And the way that they look at each other, they like put they their look hoods like on. Real trailers for movies. Too. Yeah, man. Yeah. And and the one and uh, last thing is is with Ben Stiller, the one uh, like Duke something or maybe I don't what's what whatever Matt Tux Tug Speed. No, his his name is Tug Speed. His name is Tug Speed. Yeah, yeah, but but whatever is whatever character he played, like uh, he, uh, this time he's back to save the world again. Again or whatever. Yeah, he, he's okay. done like five of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's like five or six remakes. Man, that, all right, yeah. man. You see, I got I, I got super excited there. It's uh it's ten o'clock at night and I feel like I, I just woke up. Like I, I got that much energy after talking about Tropic Thunder. That's how much I fucking love Tropic Thunder. That's a great movie. Man. Thank you, man, I, for I letting me talk about my all. number two. Let's hear yours. <laughs> you talking about your shit now? What? Your, your number two? Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> actually, man, it, it was pretty smooth earlier. I mean, I, I would have showed it to you if you had asked. That's good, man. That's good. Flush down easily too. I know you like. Think oh shit don't stink but okay, we're getting off a closer see. number two for me what's the matter Colonel Sanders chicken Spaceballs <laughs> nineteen eighty seven Mel Brooks excellent man my number Good one choice. is also a Mel Brooks movie but we'll get there uh, Spaceballs starring Bill Pullman John Candy Rick Moranis Mel Brooks and uh, Joan Rivers as the uh, the the robot lady. Um, this is just a classic, classic comedy, a classic spoof of everything Star Wars, and, uh, I think my favorite thing about this is that Mel Brooks actually got full permission from George Lucas himself to parody anything Star Wars related on one condition. What? I didn't know any of this. What's the condition? The condition is that he cannot make any merchandise for Spaceballs. They can never be made. Huh. Hence the amazing scene where Yogurt shows all the awesome merchandise, including Spaceballs the cereal, Spaceballs the t-shirt, <laughs> no way. Spaceballs the flamethrower. The kids <laughs> love this one. <laughs> I love that part, and I I didn't I didn't realize that either. It, that, but yeah, he uh, and and uh, George Lucas uh, read the final script before uh. before it was ever even like filmed or anything, and mm. he loved it. He loved it, so he was like, 
Go ahead. Just don't make any money off of merchandise because it's just going to be too confusing with Star Wars. Right, yeah. Dark um, helmet. Man, I'd love to have like a dark helmet uh, pop. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm not a big pump Funko Pop guy, but I would, I would buy that one. I bet she gives great helmet. <laughs> my my favorite I, I i know this is yours but i want to mention my favorite uh scene or like line from that movie you might even have even written it down is, is when they get there they got the giant ass comb and they're combing through the oh, desert yeah. and they're like have you found anything yet and he's like man we ain't found shit yeah he's got the afro pick so he's like everyone else's comb is like way bigger and then yeah he's got the little afro pick we ain't found shit, shit. i do love that part sir are we being too literal no, we were told to comb the desert. We're combing it. <laughs> Such a good movie. Such a ridiculous, ridiculous movie. Um, and I also love that Michael Winslow is in this just for a minute. Oh yeah, he's the beep, he's the yeah. sounds guy. Right? Yeah, he From, made and he uh, made Academy? all of his sound effects like just like he does in his career. Of course, he's awesome. His stand up is great too. Yeah, his stand-up is hilarious when he's playing tennis with himself. Yes. It is so fun. Or when he does Jimi Hendrix's guitar and or stuff. He, or when he does the uh, helicopter. And yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. I'm not doing yeah. it nearly as well as he's he He's amazing. Yeah. He is really good. Or when he's flipping through the channels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the static? Found, yeah, yeah, the static. Yeah, it's so great, man. <laughs> I love Michael Winslow. But that's my number two. And uh, honestly, like, if you don't like... Spaceballs, you have no sense of humor. You can fuck off. I don't think anyone doesn't <laughs> like Spaceballs, bro. The only way they wouldn't like it is if they haven't they haven't seen it, and that's it. And if you haven't seen it, then you're not you're not really living. Yeah, you? get out so, there and live. Yeah. Watch Spaceballs. I mean, it's been out for 33 years. And then so. go watch Tropic Thunder if you haven't seen that either. <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that one as well. What's your number one, man? Well, we've already talked about it, so I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna hit on it too hard. It was it's Step Brothers. Oh yeah, okay. my number one, Step Brothers, my favorite comedy. On, like just it, it, uh, again, we we've already gone over all of it. Dad um, and Shark Week. Just, <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's so perfect. Um, it's such a perfect movie. Like so many room for activities. Like and and uh, and when they measure each other, they they measure their own penises and they realize it's the same size. Is that a power tool, Dale? I said no power tools. <laughs> That's my toothbrush. That is not a toothbrush. <laughs> See, I so I, we, again, already it's talked so about quotable. it, yeah. but for me, it is my number one. Uh, just uh, for all the reasons that we've already said, I, I, that movie just, I can watch it when I'm sad. I can watch it when I'm happy. I can watch it when I'm angry. Like no matter what, and it will put me in a. If I'm in a good mood, it'll put me in an infin, infinitesimally better mood. And if I'm in a mood that's not so great, I'll be in a good mood. So that just if I'm sick and you know it, come over and play me Step Brothers, and and we'll be good to go. Good to know, and and that's actually exactly how I feel about my number one movie. Which is what? Which is not only my number one comedy, but just my number one all-time movie ever, ever made. I could literally watch this every single day. In fact, I have actually watched this like a week in a row, like every single day. Hold up, let me guess. You I, and I don't, I don't know. You said it's a Mel Brooks movie, right? It is it's a Mel Brooks. It's not going to be Robin Hood Men Tice. That would not beat any of these. No, although that it's, is an okay movie. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's it, an honorable it, mention for it had sure. Some moments. Yeah, um, Dave yeah. Chappelle's the best part, um, and Sir Patrick Stewart at the end. Uh, and it's not the producers because I would have already mentioned. I know, that I know that we watched that one. And uh, it was okay. So uh, shoot, Mel, is, is it Blazing Saddles? It is not Blazing Saddles, although that is an awesome movie as well. Okay. You want me to just tell you? Yeah, what it tell is? me what it is. It's Young Frankenstein. Oh, or, duh, dude, or I knew that. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Uh, this is, again, Mel Brooks, 1974. This is my all-time freaking favorite. Absolutely love this movie. Gene Wilder, Marty Feldman. Marty Feldman was just amazing all by himself, But like, and I wish that he was still alive making movies. But anyway, uh, it also has Peter Boyle and Madeline Kane. Um, I've probably seen this movie like 300 times, at least. Wait, master, 
It might be dangerous. You go first. <laughs> I, I have so many other ones. But I, I'm not going to sit here and quote that movie. Just go watch it. Trust me, it's amazing. Um, but I will say that uh, some of the cool things about this movie uh, is that they use the same equipment from the original 1931 Frankenstein movie. Oh, cool. Um, the guy was still alive. The, or the, the, the guy that... The set designer for the original Frankenstein okay, I was gonna movie ask, was still alive. You didn't mean like equipment as in camera and lights and stuff. You meant no, like the, the I meant set. like the the actual like the the equipment that was used to make the monster. Oh, got you. Cool. In cool. the in the Frankenstein 1931 movie. Yeah, yeah. No, and no, they no. went and got it all and like the table used, and, like the, and, the, and the little electro ball yeah, yeah. that has sparks going and yeah, all that stuff. Dude, dope, man. Really, really cool. Um, I also like that uh, Gene Hackman. This is one of his first roles. Gene Hackman, yeah, he's the blind man. Oh wow! Uh, in the movie, and I, I love his. So apparently, I just read this the other day uh, that uh, the line that when he says, "Where are you going?" I was gonna make espresso. <laughs> that was not in the script. That was completely ad libbed. And apparently, the cast and crew behind the cameras thought that that was so freaking funny that they just like they died. Of uproaring laughter, and then after that, they tried to uh, reshoot the scene, but then Gene Hackman himself couldn't say it with a straight face, so they just <laughs> ended up using the first take, and as soon as he says that line, they go to black. Oh, they just, no. They just cut the cameras. That's awesome. Yeah, so I thought that was hilarious, but this is just such a great movie. Um, in fact, I, I'm just me talking about it makes me want to go home and watch it. So it makes me want to watch it. Go watch Young Frankenstein. Or Young Frank Frankenstein, however you want to say it. It doesn't really matter. Um, that's my number one for always and eternity. Dude, awesome, man. I'm so glad you showed it to me. I, I don't remember much of it because that was like 10 years ago, so definitely need to rewatch that myself. Yeah. Uh, strongly encourage everybody to go out there and watch any of these movies that you haven't seen because they will highly be worth your time. And again, send us your top 10. Uh, yeah. Obviously, they're not going to be the same as ours, and we're expecting that. We're hoping for that. Yeah, of course. Tell us how stupid we are for not including you know, your, your favorite movie in our list. Right. And exactly. then tell us why. It, that, we'd, love to, we'd love to hear it. Let's have a conversation and, and um, enjoy comedies, man. That's such a great genre of film. Oh, yeah. So, and uh, yeah. like I did say before. It's um, hard to do comedy. My number nine movie was uh, The Man Who Knew Too Little, and we are about to go watch this movie. Absolutely, um, yes, before we Before we make the next episode. Um, again, this is a, a Bill Murray movie that I think is very underrated. Nobody's really heard of it. It's not your Ghostbusters. It's not your Groundhog Day. Um, but an awesome, awesome, funny-ass film. So we're about to go watch that. And then what do we got next week? Uh, next week. Next episode? Uh, or next episode, yes. We have our top 10 favorite actors. Actors. And a uh, special thing, uh, we're going to have a special episode. Where, uh, we, we talked about it on our first episode and in our intro video uh, that we aren't just going to be doing our top 10 movies. We're going to have all kinds of different things going on in this uh, in this podcast. Uh, top 10s is definitely going to be our main thing, but we're going to be branching out. We're going to be doing improv games, having guests on, talking about their favorite movies. Um, we're going to debate about certain things. Eventually, we're going to have our Keanu Reeves debate about why he's great and why he's not Woo. and um so there and and you know whatever comes up and if you guys have any ideas please let us know we can't guarantee we'll do them because uh, there's so many ideas that we have and so many things that we want to do but we'll definitely try if we think that it'll be entertaining enough i can't so, wait uh, top 10 actors what i what i'm trying to say is that um that one's going to go a little quicker than our top 10 uh any types of movies so uh next episode is going to be the first half is top 10 actors second half is going to be improv games improv. so um, we're going to be doing that for Love you it. and uh after 
that, at that point, I think you'll you'll know whether you're going to stick with us and whether you're going to like our, our, our shit or not. So Yeah, pretty um, much. Definitely I, look I'm, forward to episode four. I'm really looking forward to it, and all I can really say is uh, it's going to be a real, real treat. Real treat. <laughs> oh, we bummed that one up, didn't we? Yeah, well, you want to try it again? You want to try it again? All right, it's, it's going to be, be a, a real, real treat. treat. Wait. Uh, oh. <laughs> I guess we can't do the mirror scene.